So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Callum, Ian, Nick, and we're three quarters of Bears and Trees. And we're gonna ask them some questions today about their upcoming album and everybody else smile back. Congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to the announcement and the single and everything about it so far? It's weird when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> really feel feel like it's happening, really. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm so psyched because like it's very good. And I'm just like very surprised that we could make something that I think is this good. <laughs> Ian historically has hated our music. I hate everything. Oh. I'm joking. No, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, interesting take. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Um, we didn't even get to hear it, but I completely agree with your statement that yeah. it's, it's your best work yet because we did 100%. get like the the album bible and i was reading through like the blurbs and shit and i feel like i know way too much about your personal lives now after reading that <laughs> shit yep. but i think that was the point obviously <laughs> um so i'm very excited to hear it whenever we get the chance to so i'd be excited i'm excited for you guys to hear it honestly. hell yeah <laughs> yeah uh so for this album rollout you guys actually did like a complete 180 and went cryptic went dark what was the inspiration behind that why did you decide to do that I don't really know why we decide why we decided. We were just like, this would be cool. I, I don't think there's ever a reason behind anything we do. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's always like just a moment of, yeah, this could be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the album as a whole is very unified as a piece of mm-hmm. it's like multiple stories that all kind of derive from similar parts of our lives. And they all fit a similar theme of this kind of um I this kind of aesthetic of a house party at when the world is ending that's what we were kind of going for and we were like how do we make this just really interesting really cool as a piece of art rather than just an announcement Mm -hmm. and so that's why I think we wanted to create this world Mm -hmm. and we wanted to create a world so we're like okay so how do we create a world well we'll give people little pieces of of the album and the aesthetics and the world we're trying to build in the easiest way online which is making this really interesting website yeah. Um, okay. But I, 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 cryptic is. Why did we go so cryptic? We were just having fun with it. We were. It, we planned most of it on <laughs> the on the tour van while we were supporting No Offense. So while we were driving around, we were just like sitting there being like, right, we could do this. Oh, and then that yeah. link to that, and then Ian was like drawing flowcharts out. Like we were like, yeah, that can go there, and it just kind of became too much for us to handle, and yeah. it just we rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love how Ian just tried to like roll it off. Like, yeah, it was a last man decision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was last minute in the sense that um, I think it's it's more that we were just like, yo, what if we do this? And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, and then we just spiraled into a hole yeah. of like, oh okay. yeah, so yeah, we would we would check our Discord every day to see what kind of like wild theories people had developed, yeah, the and then yeah. we we'd roll with their theories in whatever, <laughs> in whatever we updated for that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was very like reactive. Like we were still trying to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was very fun. Wow. Oh, yeah. So the fans kind of helped build that basically. And you're yeah. like, oh, that sounds cool. Let's go with that. Oh, the yeah, fans basically. were the, the cypher story is my yeah, yeah, is yeah. my favorite. So on one day, we decided to put out like a set of coded messages on our Discord server that had like a cipher attached of symbols. And we were like talking about it before we put it out. And I was saying that we need to put a code breaker up on a website. It's really easy to find. So people mm. can find it and work out the code. Yeah, because I didn't think that anyone would like go out of their way to sort that out. And then you were like, I reckon, I was like, I reckon they're just gonna break this code. Like <laughs> there are ways of breaking code. 
Yeah. And you just need one person who's kind of good at that at the Discord server, and they just have sheer numbers. Yeah. And Nick was like, no, no. I was like, okay, put the code breaker up. They're not going to use it. And they didn't use they didn't it. Use they, it. They, they brute forced an entire code based on like 10 words yeah. in an hour. Oh yeah. my God. It was, it was crazy. I mean, it was like so cool to watch. Yeah. But also I was like, use the code breaker. Exactly. Like, <laughs> We're trying to help you. Yeah. I don't think they quite noticed where it was. It was no. Very funny. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, the fans were really instrumental. I think with this vibe of this house party at the end of the world that we're, we're trying to construct, a lot of it's meant to be like the ideas you have of that mm-hmm. night that create that night. And so going for a reactive version of what the fans do, you can just make this kind of it, it fit to what their <laughs> expectations and their perceptions are. But yeah. also it's much easier for us yeah. if we just go with what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so is there any meaning behind the album name or the cover art? Yeah, the album name comes from, it's like a paraphrase from one of my favorite books. The book is uh, The Secret History by Donna Tartt. And it's about a, like a kind of like art student in the 80s who goes to a university, comes from like a very conservative, like I think farming background. And he ends up joining like a Dionysian Greek death cult. Uh, oh, somehow. okay. Uh, it's a really good book. <laughs> but the phrase is basically about, he goes, he goes to a house party for the first time um, and he describes the house party is like the again it's a paraphrase but the quote is like and for the first time I smiled and everybody else smiled back yeah and I just kind of like when we were spitballing mm-hmm. album name ideas I kind of just threw it out there because I was reading it at the time mm-hmm. and it encapsulated like how we felt about mm-hmm. about the story and I think what was interesting about cutting off the I smiled and everyone else smiled back is it, it it, it adds this ambiguity because mm-hmm. some of the songs are about connection and finding people and some of the songs are about losing yourself. And it's like, you don't know why people are smiling. Is it, is it friendly? Is it malicious? Is it confused? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I kind of liked about it. And it just sounded so nice. Album art was just kind of following on from that. Yeah. We were for a party in the woods, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Just like filming it. We just like got loads of party stuff yeah. and, and we're like, and party in the woods. <laughs> Unintentionally, we'd been out for the first time in like six months yeah. and right before. Yeah. So we all had like three hours sleep. We were feeling so, <laughs> so grim. We lived it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this record? Yeah, for sure. This was definitely different to what we've done before. Mm-hmm. We always, we wanted with this release to write too many songs and then we can pick the best ones. Or, okay. But in this case, we kind of picked the ones which we thought worked the best together as a, as a whole. So as always, Nick and Ian write the lyrics. And then we just over like a few weeks, perhaps. Oh, and we went away. We went away for like a weekend and wrote like a couple songs there and basically just wrote loads and loads and loads of songs, demoed mm-hmm. the whole lot out of all of them. And then just, we did PowerPoint presentations of each of us had to present a PowerPoint of our ideal album. Uh-huh. So facts on the album, plus singles, plus the order they should go in and the reasons that they should go in. Okay. Ian's had lots of motorbikes, Nick's had lots of monster trucks. George's That's was, how you George, make a good power. George's was very business. <laughs> <laughs> One person actually took it seriously. Oh, no, yeah. it's like, it was like a parody of like an HR PowerPoint. It was, yeah. it was beautiful. He found like a template for like a quarterly meeting online. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, did you guys, re- did you guys record these by any chance? Cause I'm sure your fans would like eat this shit right up. <laughs> like if you threw this on YouTube. Well, but it was for us, I think. It was okay. for oh, us. Yeah. There, are, there are some videos of them somewhere. Yeah, right. I think on my <laughs> but that was so fun and yeah I think in terms of that the hardest part was like 
choosing what made the album because we had 22 songs 23 songs 23 songs oh my gosh we had 23 songs we cut it down to 13 so that was the challenge yeah Yeah. i think what's quite interesting about the writing process this time is in the past especially with our last few releases because we've been so it's kind of all over the place in terms of our literal geographic locations Mm -hmm. uh frequently we'll write a song and then we'll just start recording it because we want to get it out as soon as possible and we we kind of maybe write it on the go Whereas mm-hmm. this one, we, we sat with the songs for a bit and then we all came, we all played them together. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, so this bit, I find a bit boring. I want this to be a bit more interesting to play. And I think that made them more cohesive as songs. I mean, I love everything we've written so far, but this set just feels much more, it feels like a step forward significantly. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And yeah, just... we, we really tried. We really tried. <laughs> 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 so uh i want you guys to pick your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it each of you have to do it okay yeah yeah it's really hard but um my favorite is um it's like the bridge of baggy hoodies and it starts so i laid there for hours so so i laid there in silence for hours on end my walls became giants and they were not my friends you i mean you wrote wrote it would you like the story? <laughs> so I guess, yeah. yeah the story. <laughs> so I think it was about um, a night that, so me and my friend went to see Modern Baseball and oh. we didn't know each other very well at that point. So we went out to see Modern Baseball, incredible night. She managed to get invited onto stage to sing. Um, it was crazy. When yeah. uh, one of these singers wasn't on the tour, um, Bren wasn't on the tour. So they invited her up to the stage because she was the most enthusiastic. She sang The weekend, even though she can't sing. It was very fun. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason it was great we go home and it, that was kind of the first night that we came real like proper friends we had that kind of bmc that made us real friends and there was one point that we spent like two hours in the bath bathroom just talking and talking and talking and i was singing songs but then after that we were kind of trying to convince um or not we were trying to help each other with our kind of mental problems and our social problems and we felt really kind of connected and growth but as soon as she left there was this moment where i was kind of all of that talking had just stopped and I was lying on my bed again alone. And there was this moment of like, um, whilst that was nice, I'm, I'm alone. It's, it, it's, yeah, that's, that's, it's hard to describe. Nice. It's, it's in the song. <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's so hard. I think one of my favorites is mm-hmm. one that Nick wrote and it's, it's not, I don't think it's in that meaningful in regards to like deep emotional meaning. But I really like the the chorus of Heaven Sent, where it's like, um, uh, but I never get the words right because I dot my T's and I cross my eyes. I just think that's a, that's just great. That's just fantastic lyricism. Thank you. But oh. yeah, but another yeah. one that I really like is um, I like my Converse messy stitch to the seams, fabric soaked in a fever dream. That's a really nice lyric <laughs> as well. And just steal the show on this one. Yeah, <laughs> there's another one in Heaven Sent, which is like. Now be your dashboard, your car keys, your aux cord, that feeling of transport and transit with you, which I feel like that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, that was nice. I'm very proud of the lyrics that I wrote in this album. As but, you should, as you should be. be. But Nick's lyrics in this album are just like a masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Speaking of lyrics, since we brought up the album Bible earlier and everything, do you guys have any plans of like letting the fans see that and kind of read those blurbs that are included in that? Because granted, at the end of the day, I think they do just kind of boil down to like, 
press quotes if you want to, but they're so well written and better than ninety mm-hmm. percent of press quotes I've ever writ, uh, read. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there a plan to let the fans read those at all, or because so it, it was written to like go to press mm-hmm. and like it wasn't even going to go out to all press. It was just yeah. going to go to like PR, like the team. So, so they had an idea, and then yeah. Natalie, who has she spoken to, mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, "Can we send it to other people?" Um, she was like, this and we were like, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I think that definitely they would, most of the quotes in there will come out in the kind of week prior to the album because it's, I think it's nice to like introduce people to the songs before they hear the songs in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, those stories will definitely come out. Yeah. So that's really, yeah, it's really, really swell of you. We really, <laughs> I think these songs and everything we write is so dear and meaningful to us that every time we want to tell someone what it's about, it always comes out really like this is my baby mm-hmm. yeah my baby. yeah um, most press sense. quotes are like you know oh we wrote it here and we felt like this and you guys are like well this is what what it's about and you know so be it and here's my entire <laughs> life story through university yeah so how did the track list come together for this album did you write the opener to be opener close it to be closer you just kind of shuffle it and be like that's it or was it the, the PowerPoint it was, it was presentations that, presentation. that made it? it yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of like... But we all agreed on the opener, didn't we? Yeah, the opener we all agreed on. Uh, okay. Oh, did George not? Okay. Well, there was like, there was some we were more like, oh yeah, this needs to go kind of here. This is kind of towards the end. This one is that. But then it was, there was a long discussion. And I think we like had a track list, which we sat on for like a week and then we revised it and then we sat on it again and it took a while. But we wanted to like, lead you on a on like an, an album journey through the, the checklist it's not all like really really fast and then really really slow it's like it takes you on a takes you on a journey i think i did actually try and write lyrically i wrote a song uh that i was like this could be a song opener and an album opener and it didn't even make it on the album so, oh. there's no point there's no point writing because you you need to be in the moment of like writing the song to know what goes where i think okay yeah yeah fair enough wow Oh. Wait, so will we ever see that song? Will that song ever reach the light um, of day? So all the demos for the ones that didn't get fully made uh, mm-hmm. are accessible to our Patreons. Um, okay. So notes from a cutting room floor on our Patreon. So if people want to so, hear it, plug, plug, plug. Yeah, of course. <laughs> plug Go in ahead. before I ask to plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what song on this album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Ooh, um, my personal favorite is Clint Painting mm-hmm. or Heaven Sent. Nice, but I'll go with Clint Painting. Um, what took I don't know what took longest to write. Nothing was like super hard, I don't recall. No, I think in terms of the ones that I was maybe less confident on, mm. and then as they were going through the process of being created, um. I became more confident on that's the closest thing because they were all none of them took particularly long mm. but i think it was a, a ray of light yeah uh, yeah that one I'd i was agree. like mm. and then when we actually started building it it was like oh okay this this could actually be a very very interesting nice song <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what's your favorite song on the album my favorite song on the album um i don't know man I don't <laughs> know. mine is cut corners and short walks which is the opener nice. mine i think might be I'm doing push-ups. Or <laughs> no, easy, easy. I just really like it. Okay. 
I would say I'm doing push-ups. Just final answer. Okay. <laughs> locked right. in. We're locking okay. you in there. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, so can you tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? It was it was very like that summer, last last summer, as in last year's summer, mm-hmm. we spent every weekend together. We went on holiday together. Mm-hmm. We saw each other three or four times a week. It was just like it was so communal. We mm-hmm. we lived together apart from the part where you sleep live in the same house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 100 yeah. percent it was this interesting thing where because you could only see a very limited number of people mm-hmm. we were just like well, well we'll use this time to just spend as much time together so that we could create our own bubble and then just exist in the same space to mm-hmm. get all in the same mindset and like you say i think communal is like mm-hmm. i definitely think is the right word yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, so how do you guys recommend that your fans listen to the record for the first time in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on is it a party album workout album what do you guys think those are just a couple examples <laughs> you're working oh, out too mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's i feel like it's more of like a solo headphones rain on the window listen at first mm-hmm. yeah i think i think listening to friends would be so fun though like. yeah because it, it wasn't meant for that but i'd love to to like know how we, that feels we, we played it at we were in ian's garden having a barbecue and because you do you put on your new album right so mm-hmm. we would put it on and we were just there like just vibing to it and it was like great i like that experience of like listening to other people i think so either in the dark headphones on or to hear that sweet sweet production because uh-huh. it's, it's mm-hmm. up a level this time yeah um, definitely or with friends i i think i'm gonna go with with friends actually because like uh-huh. There are some really, there are a lot of very upbeat songs, not in like the sense of they're all happy, like in the sense they're very like energetic. There's a lot mm-hmm. of energetic songs. And so whilst there are some songs that make you want to kind of sit back and listen, I think that's really nice in a communal atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I've uh- just drunk coffee so much. Since you guys are like saying like, you know, you're like 50-50 split on whether it's, uh in the dark headphones album or with friends album is there going to be like a discord listening party so all the fans can be together because i would assume most of them are probably friends but then they can also throw their headphones in listen to it in the dark with the headphones plugged in maybe not with as good a production because discord's audio kind of fucked up but (laughs) that you could get the 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 two-in-one going on there yeah that's that's look at that and then also, yeah. since you brought up the production, we did say it on the show, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. it to you guys directly. This the the single that we heard is the best work that you guys have put out. Yes, in every sense of the word, production included. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like, trust me, it's like there is there is more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I I don't know. I I feel I feel kind of like oh, should I be? I I don't want to be gloaty, but at the same time, like. I don't want to be like, yeah. Oh, no. Well, listen, <laughs> we're throwing compliments your way. You can gloat all exactly. you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, we, like, especially in terms of production. Yeah. Like the Alex Art Show, he produces, he's produced the album and produced our last EP. Mm-hmm. Just as like blown out of the water, mm-hmm. like really gets the sound is absolutely lovely. And like, this is the first time we've had someone who isn't us kind of come to it and put their own spin on it because mm. he's added stuff that we never thought of yeah. brought ideas to us that weren't on the table beforehand. And that just like completely changes the, the way you conceptualize your own music. Yeah. For sure. And that's yeah. That's really helps. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. All three of you have to do it three words each. Yep. Three words each. Yep. Okay. Um. <laughs> you have to go <laughs> first now. I was like, I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was good, just to be like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Get a beat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Party. All right. Sad. Sad. Vibes. Oh, yeah. Okay, party sad vibes. Um, punchy, um, experimental, (laughs) and um, vibes. Okay, okay, love it. Campfire, (laughs) exciting. Illuminance. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now. Yeah, it sounds sounds like a word. (laughs) Shakespeare in it. <laughs> 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 um, oh, wait, can I do cat in hat? Perfect. So in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the album? I really love albums that give people nostalgia mm-hmm. for events that yeah. haven't experienced. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. if we can do that, I'll be so happy. Yeah. Yeah, I I just want to say for the record, just listening through your discography, that's exactly what you get from me. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. You achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so while listening through the album, what band or artist influence pops out the most to you guys? Ooh. I want to say like, not necessarily like a band or influence, but I think there's more like folk influence on this. I think mm-hmm. like you definitely, I was a bit as well listening to more folk when we were doing it so like Bon Iver kind of influences like that kind of thing I think they're kind of in there more than what we've done before definitely mm-hmm. yeah but it's interesting because I don't think it's it's as it's not like folk it's not no. folk music yeah. but no. it's, it's the kind of the essence is kind of there mm. I do agree mm-hmm. with you that. yeah I'd agree but like it also has our heavier songs that yeah. we've yeah. written before so it kind of like I guess it's like what we listened to when we were growing up and also the, the folky influences that people probably haven't heard that are now coming out it's like a nice mix of both all right i think so we've got the folk songs and death metal songs and everything in between <laughs> it's it's like half deathcore <laughs> half like very minimal folk okay all right no middle ground, like literally 50 50 split <laughs> uh so what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this record oh i know mine it's uh, probably the I, same I, we, we know <laughs> so when we went on holiday, we were like a five minute walk away from the beach. And it was lovely. It was so sunny outside. It was wonderful. There was a day where we just went to the beach and just had a lovely time hanging out, talking, throwing rocks into the sea. And Callum comes back. It's not that exciting when you say it out loud, but like it's hard to describe. So Callum only put sun cream on oh, that, that on, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on half of his body. <laughs> okay. No, no, he didn't no, put no, sun cream on any of his body. No, he was just not. lying oh, in the same right. position. Oh, yeah. So right. only half of Callum's body was exposed to the sun all day. Mm-hmm. And we only noticed when we got back inside that Callum had become a drumstick. <laughs> you know, you, different, you might not know, yeah, like just those sweets that are half pink. white and yeah. half bright red. Right, bright pink. That was Callum. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like it was really painful. Yeah. It was Where's something, kids? What was your memory? <laughs> oh, I thought I, so similar thing. We were walking distance from the beach. We went there. And in the evening time this time, watch the sunset. It was a beautiful sunset. And we were just like, oh, we're just like, isn't it just like so lovely to be alive right now, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then, and then I just looked over to the sea and there was this seal, like a full on seal. Oh my God. Just like surfing out of the ocean. <laughs> they just kind of like came up to us. I think it just wanted our food, but like, it was just like so chill. It was like, hey, how are you guys doing? Um, we didn't yeah. touch or anything because I've heard that's bad, but um, yeah. we, we just like vibe with this seal for a little bit. It didn't chase us at one point. Oh. Um, I, think, like I, think it, I think it wanted the food. It definitely did. Did you give it some food? No. Uh, it, good. Tortilla chips are not for seals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. Well, that was a trip. Callum. <laughs> Callum. Very- your favorite memory. Um, I think I'm going to go for memory not from the that holiday. Yeah, yeah, but okay. there was a bit when we were listening to like the almost like final mixes of the album in the studio. We had Alex on like on zoom on the, in the corner and mm. like i think it was cut corners like just hearing the opening song of the album out those speakers like where i've written it like in its basically like final form was just and we were all just like yeah like, just like this is epic and we were all just like had an absolute like just partying to our own music that i think just like yeah and when we yeah. finished yeah. listening to all of them and we all just like sat there in silence for hours and hours. <laughs> we just sat there for like ages just like wow I'm I'm so happy. We right did now. that. Yeah. Yeah. Very proud. As you should be. Oh yeah. Uh, so since the last time we spoke, you guys have somehow actually gotten even bigger. Uh, so what do you think helped with that? And what advice do you think you could give to up and coming artists who look up to you guys and possibly want to do something similar and get the same tight knit community that you guys have somehow grown, Ian? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I wanted to make known that I wanted to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think, like you say, like creating that tight-knit community was mm-hmm. so, so important. So I think we growing up, uh, we probably probably said this last time, we're really like involved in fandom communities and we mm-hmm. really felt like we were accepted and welcomed in online spaces. And so we spent a lot of time focusing on making sure that our community is felt accepted and welcomed and safe mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time just like you know just having a good time with, with ourselves mm-hmm. and like showing that to people and just like letting people have like fun I think I I actually put my hand up before it was fully formulated <laughs> that was a bad decision but yeah focusing on that community and making sure they feel at home and then when mm-hmm. other people come it's just like it just feels like a nice space yeah. to be in yeah. um no I'd agree 100% I think it's just like never really never really stopping like wanting to build that and always trying to make sure that whatever you're doing other people feel involved and like can kind of see where it's going and like make the journey with you in a sense I think that's really important to us and you know we're pretty open as a band about like how it all works so mm-hmm. just the transparency and such is really important as well yeah for sure mm. Uh, okay, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station, you're going in, what is your snack of choice? Rest stop. Mm-hmm. At the gas station. Are we in America? Because it's a gas station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're yeah. over here, you're touring, to touring the States. Yeah, you're in, you're in the U.S. U.S. In the US. US of air. US. Mm-hmm. You're going to a gas station. Yeah. Am I allowed to drink the gas? <laughs> it's no? not encouraged. Okay. But it's not frowned upon America, either. I want like a, I want a slushy and a corn dog. Oh yeah, Ooh. corn dog. I'm going. I'm going. I'm what going, is that? I'm going full out. I've watched Wait, do you not have corn dogs? No, no. I've no idea what one it is. <laughs> but they oh. sound great. They're like, 
I'm no, very I'm excited. Just, I'm just, I'm just excited by now the prospect of a corn dog. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's oh my it. God. Uh, we're deprived. Wait, do you want to explain yeah. to them? I want to go to like Olive Garden. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to go to Walmart. In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger. Yeah. Red Lobster. Yeah. yeah, all of them. All of them. Yeah, and wow. also. You know, just like experience. Go to Target as well. Yeah, See yeah. which I'm like, right? What's better, Walmart or Target? <laughs> it's Target. Know. It's Target. Yeah, yeah. Target's oh, clean. Oh, oh. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> you let us know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh All right. Snacks. snacks. Yeah. Oh, snacks. Yeah. Oh, flaming hot Cheetos. Okay. Ooh. Ian's I'm taking high. you guys on a detour to every chain restaurant in the area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my snack. <laughs> uh, so while we're on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would you guys be? Oh, yep. Yeah, I Vegetable know. Pasta. Vegetable pasta. So yeah. we, we have this dish that we, that, we, that we used to cook whenever uh-huh. we were rehearsing at someone's house. Uh, it was like pasta, just plain pasta. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then like you'd roast some vegetables roast right? roast lots of vegetables like yeah. olive and olive until they're all like getting soft and they're like nicely roasted caramelized mm-hmm. i would say and then you yes. and then and then it's you and then you add a whole can of chopped tomatoes mm. okay to the, to the thing and then you mix it all around add some, add some seasoning because you don't want it to be bland of course and then and you put that back in the oven until it warms and then you add your pasta and you stir it all around add cheese for taste Ooh. um but we did make something that was more of an atrocity recently. Ooh, okay. We had a nacho night, and so we made this big plate nachos, you know, salsa, cheese, guacamole, etc. That's what George can eat. Um, and then we were like, well, that was great. We've still got loads of nachos left. And I, I don't know who suggested it, but we were like, what about, like, sweet nachos? Because I had a sweet calzone the other day. It was like Nutella and banana and a, like, pizza. Oh, yeah, bread. yeah. We were like, salt and sugar sometimes work. So we... Melted, oh. put it on. First thing was marshmallows. Cut up some marshmallows, put the marshmallows on, cooked those so they all melted, poured mm. melted chocolate on top, yeah. and then put like jelly hundreds beans. Hundreds of thousands. And, it, and hundreds of thousands, sprinkles and stuff. It was delicious. And then oh. Nick came back when it was slightly too cold <laughs> and it was disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. I came back to Ian sleeping on George's sofa, <laughs> kind of awake. <laughs> and Ian woke up at least a second to go. Try the matchups. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Wow. I I hate how fast that answer was too. Like that question is supposed to stump people, and you guys are just like, yeah, we know already. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we actually spoke about this yeah. earlier. Between the group, you guys were all like, yeah, we already know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time we meet up, we're like, so what would we be as a thing? Does this change at all? The band yeah. meeting for just that. Um, and for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and the band. Uh, so okay. if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? koala because they sleep 23 hours a day and just don't move and they have like no cognitive functioning so they're just like straight chilling mm-hmm. their entire life raccoons because they have the tiny little hands and they eat grapes with them <laughs> you know, that video of grapes with his little hands. I think that's the title of the video. It's like Rakuni grapes with his tiny hands. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll look that up. I'll look that up. I was just I was sold on turtles after finding Nemo, and that's kind of, that's kind <laughs> of, that's of the ghost you are. 
perfect oh. they they all fit honestly all the answers fit very well yeah. i get it yeah uh, so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist dead or alive who would it be and why Peter Kingston in the commencement third. Who the hell? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he wins. He wins. He wins. Okay. Okay. You could be less. You. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, Taylor Swift. Ooh. Or... That'd be good. That'd be a nice one. It'd be fun. We're talking mm. about cats. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie Vare. Not Bonnie Vare. That's a band. But Justin Vernon. Justin okay. Vernon. There. All right. Just because I really want to get into his brain and mm-hmm. understand how he thinks. Crawl up his ear into his ear canals and into the brain. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for this last question, get into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, one album, and one person. Who and what are you bringing? Cool. Do we all have to bring the same movie, the same album, and the same album? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's for each of you. The album I think I listen to the most in its entirety, so I guess probably that one is Walk the Moon. Oh. Walk the Moon mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, movie, which I watched most, is Lilo and Stitch. Okay. It has to be that. And then Person. That's the hard one. Can I bring a cat? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd bring I'd bring my kitten. I'd bring my cat. She's called kitten. She's not a kitten, but she's small. <laughs> Ginger and orange? Ginger and white. All right. Oh. Anybody else? Yeah, I'd uh film wise, I would bring Castaway with Tom Hanks because I thought oh. I would be I know, was relevant, thinking that, right? Yeah. It might help me out a little bit. <laughs> I'll give you some comments. Yeah. <laughs> Music wise, I'd bring uh, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Oh, yes, yeah. Beauty mm-hmm. vibes. Person wise, maybe I'd bring like Elon Musk or Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> whichever one is free. Yeah, whichever one has the time. <laughs> awesome. um, I would bring um, Safe and Also No Fear by Slaughter Beach Dog. That's the album. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the movie, um, uh, I really like films. Um, <laughs> let's go for The Darjeeling Limited by Wes Anderson. No, Fantastic Mr. Fox by Wes Anderson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, really good, that film. Um, and then a person, if you bring like Elon Musk, I can bring Grimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds good. All right, perfect. <laughs> um so as i said that is all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug and everybody else my back is out november 19th, 19th through counterintuitive records and we're very excited about it all as you should and, be uh, and stream bears and trees yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah well oh, thank you for now this guys it's been bears and trees and we have <laughs> been the good noise podcast <laughs>